0: Triple M Breakfast, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day.
1: All right, here we go. Everybody get
2: ready in three, two, one. Live from the
3: top of Caxton Street. Home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros
4: and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast.
3: Hello, podcasters. Mm. Hello. Please get in touch. 0484101045 1045 That's our burner phone. Nick from Burkdale has done that. NIC, assuming... Yeah. No. Like Nicole?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say uh and well she says let's have a look. Got PSA for you guys. What's PSA? Is that the test
4: you do for your uh, prostate?
2: My little one is Jeez, celebrating today, like it's Eve. It, tomorrow is the seventh of the eleventh, so every it's seven 7- eleven tomorrow, free oh, slushies. You know what that means? Free, free slushies.
4: slushies. Remember, I saw a bloke once take a wheelbarrow into the servo. They and don't do at the do that. Seven
3: eleven. They don't. They've cancelled the any vessel oh. thing because of your dickhead mate. I assume Well, it
4: wasn't my mate. I just uh, saw him. Yeah. I had. Is uh, Did you know what used to happen? Don't you? No, you could take any vessel, anything you like, into there on seventh to the eleventh, and they had to fill it. Oh. There were
3: people with aquariums, and they and
4: then it slushy kids. Uh-huh. Kids like Nick's kid would get there after school, and it'd just be like diarrhoea juice. <coughs> it, you know, diarrhoea <coughs> juice, what, and just juice, no ice, because everyone, because it's oh. always hot on the seventh of. 11th.
3: What was that? That was a, oh, a diarrhoea juice getting manufactured. No,
4: you know, you know, when you it, when you go to <laughs> the machine, stop it. Here's your Okay, yes. so tomorrow's 11
2: So every Seven Eleven servo is giving out free slushies. Yeah,
4: um, yeah, yeah. So they but don't you do got really to any use vessel. their cups yeah, now. You used to be able to bring your own cup in. It was cup like they just call it Cup Day. 7-Eleven Cup Day. You'd bring like a huge thing for these vessels, and they just have to fill it for free. Wow. But that's the wheelbarrow. God took a wheelbarrow in one
3: day. Here go. This is Alex. I remember a 7-Eleven day on a Saturday as a kid mm. after cricket. People were taking in eskies S-K's. to fill up. It was BYO mm. vessel.
4: Yeah.
3: Take your cricket Somebody bag. probably took a boat. People put their mouth under there, when well, they? I'm the vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just energise me. And then as we put know. Their ass. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: Fill up their arse. What do you got there? head Happy
2: 7-Eleven day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Muddle, Margo and Dan on Triple
4: uh, well, let's talk cricket. Actually, quickly, let's talk men's cricket. Yep, we beat New Zealand Saturday night. We beat England Saturday night. It was tremendous. But women's cricket featured over the weekend. Lions are through. The women's lions are through to the uh, semi-finals. Good on you, girls. Beat Melbourne, who uh, were top of the table. La la la. I want to talk about a women's cricket, and I want to talk about one person who's paved the way for what's going on with both our women's cricket success and the success of the
1: Matildas.
4: Elise Perry, the greatest female athlete in the last 20 years in Australia. Does everyone realise that at the age of 16, in the space of two weeks, she debuted for both the Australian women's cricket team and the Matildas? Until this year, she was the only Australian to ever score a goal in a Soccer World Cup quarterfinal. Only person in a Soccer World Cup quarterfinal. Of course, men have never made the quarterfinals. They made it while she was playing. She's incredible. And then I see her yesterday. A WBBL
2: career best bowling performance from Elise Perry has propelled the Sydney Sixers to a seven-wicket win over the Melbourne Renegades. Right, pull that, pull the
4: that down. She's now 33, I think. I know she's, th- she's incredible. She was married to Matt Tamu, a former 5'8 for the Wallabies for a while too. 33 years of age. She went out and bowled. She hadn't bowled for eight months because she did a knee. Remember, she did a knee, tore a hamstring almost off the bone. She came in and bowled yesterday First ball in eight months, wicket. Then she was on a hat trick. She took five. She came out and batted Margot. She was 44 not out. Her first shot, four runs. Just close the book and go... Best female athlete Dumb. in Australia, Elise Perry. Age in
3: sport is becoming less of a thing, isn't it? Like now, look at LeBron James now playing some of his best basketball What's ever. Experience. He's new because 40. of high
4: performance. Correct. Because of high performance, they can get these athletes to keep running. Phenomenal. And because they're now making proper money, you can actually look after yourself. Elise Perry, take a bow. You're a champion.
3: Age radio, not a thing either. Some blokes oh, doing yeah. their best radio towards the tail. Don't end.
4: have to have teeth to speak around <laughs> here. Triple M
3: Breakfast.
4: In the old days, you used to just suffer in silence if something was bothering you. You'd just let it go, you'd let it go, you'd let it foster, fester a bit, and then you'd probably die of prostate cancer because mm. you'd bottled you just it all push up. Push it yeah, down. push it it's down. men do.
2: Push it into the prostate down. have a heart attack.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. And I see Josh Giddy, you know, our best basketball player. Mm. Someone called him slob. And he no. doesn't like his new nickname. No, slop. It, it
3: stands for something. Sideline out
4: of bounds. Yeah. No, oh, he's no. amazing at threading passes through players when he's under extraordinary pressure. He's, he's he, he is incredible, isn't he? As a he, basketball, he's
3: excellent. But he does it from the sideline yeah. or from out of bounds, which is the sideline. He's so falling out. The ball. He's S-L-O-B. falling out.
4: And he still throws. So they sideline out of bounds. He's going. Oh yeah, I know. It's, wizard. The I, wizard. It, yeah, it, it. He is. He's a genius and a wizard. What's wrong with that? But. They they just keep on saying he's the slob. He doesn't he's, like he's it. the slob the It's
2: like wag, right? I always mm. hated that yeah. term. Wife and girlfriend. No, I'm just his Corey's wife. I'm Margot. Call me Margot.
4: Trophy trophy wife. Trophy
2: wife, yeah. But you hate that. And so. don't like it.
4: No. I don't either. All right, but I don't like the nickname that you've conferred upon me and it's about time I confronted it.
3: Which one? The one that we say to your face or the <laughs>
4: Because <laughs> I am the rum lord. That's funny. this one. You mean that? That one. one. And the thing is, and you keep on playing, and it's a bit of a joke, and you bought me a doormat that says mm-hmm. rum lord, mm-hmm. and that's funny. It was funny then, but it's not funny anymore. <sighs> it happened again on the weekend, but first <laughs> I want to go back. It just, everyone thinks it's hilarious, <laughs> it and and it's all right for adults. Oh, Marty, you want a rum? Yeah, yeah, i have a rum. And I do like drinking rum, and that's okay. Last weekend, I never confronted this with you. A nine-year-old kid was uh, over at Moore. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yes. I was working doing carpentry. Okay, so with me, mate, we're working away. It's two o'clock in the afternoon, and he comes. He says, "Hey, Mark." Well, oh, here's the other thing. He calls me Margo because when he's lifting, he thinks my name's Margo. He doesn't realise you're the t Well, what do you say? What's the name of the show? Um, Mar-
3: Dinosaur and, and dickhead. No. Margo, Margo Mar- 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 and Dan. And
4: he, goes,
2: he thinks it's Margo, Margo and Dan. Well, it's better than my seven-year-old who calls you tomato. Yes, that's all right, too. Can you say hi to tomato for me, Mum? <laughs> but let's address this. <laughs> I don't mind We can call you tomato.
4: No. He came up at 2 o'clock and then he came at 10 past 2 and then 20 past 2. I reckon he came eight times. What did he want? Do you want to have a rum? Oh, you want to have a rum. Hey,
3: Margo, do you, hey you want to a give rum? You,
4: get so you your rum? So you're
2: giving me a bad name. I said, Where are you getting
4: the rum from? Dad's got some upstairs. I'll <laughs> oh, go and get you one. And at four o'clock, when we'll we fire oh, like 10 to four or so, we were tools down. He came, Hey, Margo, you want that rum yet? <laughs> a nine year old. Because I am this the kid, rum lord. This kid was tiny. He was a nine year old. I said, Listen, mate, yes, I do. Go upstairs, because normally I'll have a beer before I have a rum. Go upstairs and get me a rum. And fair enough. He went up, mixed me <laughs> Your rum and Coke, what? he just wanted you to Come back. watch back. drink f- it.
3: Hey, just the privilege of watching yeah. the rumble. What would you prefer us call you? Dinosaur, do you want to stick? Do you want to go with this? Dinosaur,
2: because you and know what
3: happened?
4: Dickhead, do you want that? Which one am I that? I'm dinosaur. You're, You're the dinosaur, he's of <laughs> course,
1: both. he's the
3: dickhead. <laughs> Triple M breakfast, don't you know? Marto, Margo, and Dan on the radio. Triple M breakfast with Marto, Margo, and Dan.
2: Oh, well, it all happened on Block O'Clock last night. I think the real winner of the block is the viewership for Channel 9. It was the ratings that threw the roof. Really? Gentlemen, when it didn't come without drama, because we know that it's been a contentious season, there's been plenty of drama and antics and uh, lots of things happening on the block this year. It's been very confusing. Even Scott Cam admitted that he was very tired. Had enough yep. <laughs> last Friday. <laughs> Did ta- Talking about making a mushroom dish or something for oh, some yeah, of the contestants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know you spent some time down there over the weekend, Dan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was it really, really hot in Melbourne? Because somebody fainted.
0: Four million is the bid. This is the best one.
2: We need assistance. Did someone just fall? Oh my God, someone's fainted.
3: Someone's fainted. That was the first auction. What? And it wasn't hot.
2: So
4: the auction wasn't finished. Was this woman bidding? or
2: This woman was bidding. Apparently she was the one that was going to win the house or the winning. she had the winning bid. But then she fainted and they oh. took her off to the hospital. And they were all like, is she going to be okay? We kind of like would like her but, to come back and, and yeah. finish off the auction. Someone
4: grab a handbag, her purse out of her handbag see how much she got in there. <laughs> how much money. Yeah, she, she was super
3: interested in the last auction. That was how she was going to buy. That ended up passing in. Yeah, I know and she didn't was even, in hospital. No
2: one was there to buy her because <laughs> she was in hospital. That's great. Right. Uh, the one that did win, though, the one that went off with a bang, uh, some guy bid a million dollars over the previous bid for it. I second
1: call.
2: Five million. Five
3: million.
2: What? Oh, Five million. million? <laughs> Five million. <laughs> what you, what you... the? F-
3: the reserve mm. was 3-3. Yeah. The and the reserve was,
4: was, so the whole thing's a joke. 3.35
2: so million. It sold stupid. for five. And the Anthony, uh, eight, sorry, Andri- Adrian, Adrian Patelli, uh, who we talked about a little bit earlier, he was the one that bid on this place $5 million. Well, that's just <laughs> he risk outbid risk. the previous bidder at $4 million. Oh. And Danny Wallace, the previous bidder, just said, oh, he can have is it. Is he it. the bloke that normally comes in it. and buys it? He's so,
4: the IT
3: this, millionaire. This is a joke. And then so the, the raffle guy went, I'll give you five million. I'll tell you what's yeah, this
2: couple Steph and Gian taking home 1.75 million and 5
3: million the new winner of the block twice here it goes oh my God. 5 million they really love each other.
2: third and final call going 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 oh 5 million incredible no, 5 he's... million for a
4: 1950s house that had a reno done by people who weren't actually builders that's exactly right. Uh, He's saying a
2: twice of winner
3: of the block because this bloke, the raffle guy, bought the house you might remember last year for that massive overs. And
4: Omar
2: and Oz. Oz. Yeah, 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 yeah 10, Ten acres that. out in rural uh, same country guy. Victoria. Same guy. He's going to raffle them off. Yeah, right. It's like a martyr prize town type situation. But not everybody went away happy. We heard about the lady who fainted. She had tipped to buy house number. The fifth auction. Whoever Whatever cares what number yeah. house it was. Yeah. Uh, They didn't go away with anything.
3: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your patience. Um, I am formally passing the property in, so the property is passed in.
0: Oh, I'm so happy he's respected.
2: Our decision like that, he was that's good. Mm, would, what
4: decision? He didn't respected get respected our bidders.
2: decision. They said if it doesn't, you know, if we don't get this much over the reserve, then pass it yeah. in. If we don't hit reserve, pass it in. We don't want to put a number on it Where because was Dave remember the reserve yeah. prices were kept a secret this year, so nobody knew what the reserve prices were other than the winners and if they chose to disclose it to uh-huh. their agents, which is what one couple did. Uh, and they thought that he was on par with that, but apparently he wasn't.
3: Reserve was too. right. If you just sell your house for your reserve on the block, that is the worst-case scenario because the house must go because it's hit reserve, but you, if you're unaware, you get the money over the reserve as a contestant. So Mm. if it's on the reserve, you
2: go home, Marto, with...
3: Zero. Zero dollars. Which is what happened... So I just
4: wasted three months of my life. To
2: Leah and Ash. They were delighted because they said, Oh, God, I'm glad that he listened to our wishes. If it doesn't... If it hits reserve and doesn't right. go any further than that, pass it in. Yeah, because then sell. we can go on and sell it later. Yeah. Yeah, so okay.
3: Their bid was at 2.9 and the reserve was 2.97. So they said, well, just
2: call it, call it, we'll sell it later, we'll sell it later. So yeah. Unfortunately, guys, though, for Christy and Brett, This is it. This their is the big moment, moment where rogue.
3: the wheels fell yeah. off. The agent, have a listen here. Out of okay. nowhere, they're at 2.97. And what does he do? He just volunteers that they're on market, which means they're selling. We are on the market and we are what selling. Why the say, say that? At 2.970. Very quiet on this side of the room. <laughs> So oh, no one asked. He just told him We're on market. And the previous two houses have gone for $5 million and then $4 million. So now people go, well, you're did selling Did someone immediately
4: put their head up? The... Just quiet.
3: No. Oh. Mate, so then they pause there mm. with the contestants yeah. currently winning $0, $0. And he goes back in acting like the victim, like, oh, no, what's going wrong? Guys, what the hell? No, what the hell do you, you mentioned high twos. We spoke starting bid three, two, Mate, I can't. I can't believe how that's just gone. Yeah. And now we're begging. And now we're saying that...
2: Yeah. We, our ashamed.
3: plan was we weren't going to say that we we're on market. We are just going to say we're going to sell today. Yeah, I said, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my gut feel on this. We're
2: calling him stupid to <laughs> the his gut face. feel was wrong, mate.
3: So then he's looking for backup in the room, Marto. So he looks to Scotty Cam, who's oh, the Scotty, affable, yeah.
2: lovable guy.
3: Hey. He goes to Scotty like, oh, what do you reckon we do? <laughs> Scotty's having none of it. Let's see if we can get it up a bit higher. Scotty, what do you reckon? Well, mate, I, I think you probably set the scene by mentioning 2.9 at the start, you know? That got everyone's head, so that first bid was 2.9. You know, not mention quoted. Yeah, but, I, I mean, we just don't mention anything. Oh, God. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, and all I mean, I
2: watched The Block before. It's only been going for 16 years. And this
3: was everyone that had the TV on, his friends, family and people who worked with him.
2: And that's the TV off.
3: Shocker. And then the wheels fell off for the rest of the auction. I love the block auction. I don't watch much of the actual show, but then no. it comes to auction. It's like the yeah. spinny
2: chairs on The Voice. That's how <laughs> kind of they ah. yeah,
3: Exactly. Triple M Breakfast. Wonderful cause we like to support here on the show. Voice for Victims had a protest over the weekend. Marto, this is to do with youth crime. And a lot gets said about the people who are perpetrating the crimes and what they're going through mm. when they come from broken homes. What but about the victims? There's a bloke called Ben Cannon who's a friend of the show who says exactly Well, he lived exactly next door that. to
4: Toto Kefu. If anyone's unclear how he got involved, he was the next door neighbour who went and helped save, save the situation that night when there were three t- teenagers with knives attacking the Kefus. It I, was incredible and from there he's led the whole operation. We had that march about eight weeks ago.
3: Well, a lot of WeChat going on here. We had apparently was not present
2: Well, I think before we weekend, get into how the protest went. First and foremost, we should probably apologise for our one-hit wonder Ben Cannon uh, Mardo, uh, who didn't. He was a no-show on Sunday. When you were going yeah. through the roll Hall, no, were you aware that Mardo had Fair. failed to arrive? All
0: right, I'll address it okay. early. It was a good day for the ducks, so don't worry. We we understood there was reasons so for many. Oh, no, couldn't sorry, attend, mate, and don't don't stress. It's all good. We know that we know that the volume of Queensland were there in spirit, even if they couldn't attend. Um, it's a it's a problem that's. Uh, it's not just felt by the people that turned up on the day. And I've got to tell you, I get asked a lot, you know, how, how many numbers did you have there? I look forward to the day that I turn up with a cup of coffee and no one turns up because then we fix the problem. Great
4: call. Yeah, great. And, and listen, can I just defend myself? I, I'm so, I'm really sorry I didn't come. I didn't know we were talking to you this morning. I would have come if right. I knew Half I'd be there. Half a dozen
0: people asked where you were yeah, and I said he's here
4: somewhere. He's so here somewhere. somewhere. He would have he's been proud though,
2: Marta. You would have been proud because yeah, you love happened? a clear, concise message when it comes to rallying. <laughs> yep. And Ben Cannon, yours was enough is enough enough zero tolerance and it is not okay yeah how are you going with the government mate?
0: well we use simple language because we're simple people that just live in the suburbs but what we've found with the government is they try to complicate um we've had some we've had some wins which we're really proud of and really grateful that the government's starting to sort of make the shifts in the right direction but one of the things they still seem to be stuck on and they don't understand is zero tolerance as a community we expect that if criminals continue to to repeat offend, it's only fair that the consequences should increase. And, and as a community, we take zero tolerance to, to bad behaviour. So we've, we've still got to push on that. And as a community, we're going to continue to. All
4: right. So that's right. Everyone else in society has to be accountable when we do something wrong, apart from you know, these teenagers who are going out there and putting our whole community in fear. Now, is there look like they're going to help any further? Because she doesn't want to know
0: about you. I think, I mean, we've, we've certainly had time with them. I, I just think there's some detail that we need to give them and we've actually asked overnight for a meeting with a few of the, the people that hopefully can help us get clarity because we've been pretty clear with our message the whole way through. We want victims supported, not just supported but more urgently because, you know, you can't wait 12, 6 months, uh, et cetera, to get support. You need, it needs to happen the day after. We also want to know that these crims aren't using our court system and our police stations like turnstiles and just turning up back out in the streets. You know, cops are exhausted. The community's Mm. over it. You know, the systems are under strain. The, the legislators have to change and it has to be bold and it has to be brave and I just think that's what they're scared of.
4: Ben, we're at the right time and I'm sure you've had this conversation in private. What do you reckon? It's a year to go until the election. That's the only time they listen to anything. Is there any way, are you going to get more political about this and make a few more threats? To We, we need to not be living in our house in fears. Was there something yeah. I saw the other day, 65% of Queenslanders are scared?
0: The wrong people are locking themselves up each night. So, you yeah. know, we oh, need nice. these, these... I like to that. Hold on. No, that's magnificent. You know, and, and as a community, we're sitting behind bars. I meet people every day that are investing more and more and more in security. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be putting the people that are perpetrating these crimes on notice that we're not going to cop it anymore. So I don't care who's in power. Um, whoever our leaders are, have to be bold and courageous to make a big shift to make sure this gets right.
3: Good on you, Ben. Once you've sorted out this matter, because I'm sure you will, you've got to sort out lying in society, like with Marto promising. Wait, you wait, to wait. Be
0: Let's be positive. Liars? Ben, when's, when's, when's our as next father protest, of mate? a some wonderful children. I've worked out that some white lies you can sort oh, of uh, you okay. can live with. When's sorry, our sorry,
4: next man. one, Ben? When are we marching again?
0: Let's get us through this week, Marto, no, and we'll no. make sure we keep you guys up oh, to date. Well,
4: as long as it's fine, I'll be there. <laughs> Back yeah the races are on. Mm-hmm. Um, the what do you call that one? The Derby day. Derby day. We're sitting at home, we live near the Hamilton Hotel, and all of Cass not all of them, um, three of her mates were had had a few, had rung from the track saying, We're coming in hot, we'll drop into your place for a drink. And we said, Oh, we're home, yeah, do right, go yeah, right ahead. Cass said, Yeah, yeah. And then we you know, da da. So they arrive. And just as they arrived at our place, they walked all the way down in high heels. That's the funniest thing to see all the drunks walking down Racecourse Road. Balls
2: of the your view. feet on fire. Oh, God, it's funny. That's <laughs> the so <sore>. <laughs> real race. Yeah. Here they
4: come. <laughs> That's our Saturday afternoon. That's how we spend it, watching drunks walk down a street. Hopping down anyway. Racecourse Road. <laughs> so they arrive, and just as they arrive, some bloke called Darren rings Cat's phone because she'd rung her mate Mel just before that. Darren, well, the number comes up, oh, yeah, hello, is that you, Mel? No, it was Darren. No, my name's Darren. Oh, you must be with Mel. No, but I've picked up a phone. This is obviously Mel's He's picked up the phone at the race. Mel's lost
2: her phone and she didn't realise.
4: She must have fallen out of her little race day handbag, oh. la, la, la. And then Kath goes, where are you going now, Darren? Darren was going home to Ipswich or somewhere. Oh, don't, oh no. do not oh. Don't take the phone with you. Don't take the phone. Listen, to give it to somebody there. My husband shh, volunteered me. I'm half bloody charged. Uh, volunteered to me to go up 900 <laughs> meters. I had, had to walk and go up. And then it ended up he'd given it to a bloke called Russell. G'day, Russ. Russ listens to Triple M. Who's Russell? Russell. was... a, random, right? he was Just a the, random, No, He was the cab rank control guy. Yeah. Oh. So, Just handed so it to I get up there about 30 meters away and he's there in his high vis. Well, I didn't know him. I said, anyone, Russell? Are you Aaron? He puts his hand up. He goes, Marto. Next thing you know, he's dry humping me. And, you know, we're <laughs> best mate, because he he listens to the show. How did I go to
3: Derby Day at Flemington, but you had a looser day than me? How did I not go to the
4: races, but at quarter to six (laughs) on Saturday night, I ended up hugging, I I ended up in a big embrace with the taxi dude. You're getting (laughs) dry
3: (laughs) humped at Eagle Farm. Did you get Mel's phone?
4: Picked up the phone, walked back, and then I got caught up in the wave of drunks, and they thought I was, no, I haven't been to the races, I'm soberish. And all these drunk, soberish. Lie to our faces. Anyway, Mate, Dean from Margate. Well, hey, mate, did you ever have to find a lost phone? Retrieval?
0: Mate, mate, I did actually in Canada. I lived in Canada for seven years and uh, my young bloke who was going to school had uh, thought he left his phone at home. So when he got home, he goes, I think I lost my phone at home. He'd taken it to the bus stop. We'd driven him to the bus stop.
2: Yeah. He
4: got out and he'd fall, fallen out of his pocket um, during the day. They'd come and plowed all the snow off the road.
2: It was under about four foot of snow. Oh, oh they push wa- the
4: snow off the road onto the sidewalk, that's
2: yeah. Right. Yep, and my wife comes and goes out for a walk to the bus stop and rings the phone from her phone, and it starts ringing. Starts ringing uh, minus under 25. the
4: snow. <laughs> minus 25, so they dig through the snow. It's about four foot under the snow, and they find the phone. Oh, oh that's Jesus. great. real Nice story. Can you let him go? Yeah, you uh, can
3: go. Pour some snow on me. Dino, you want to go see Motley Crue, Def Leppard Wednesday night, mate? Love to go,
4: love to go. Mate. Don't He's lose your phone, mate.
3: Yep. Your blocking phone. Yep. Keep it in a holster on your hip, please. <laughs> Together for one unforgettable night, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Suncorp Stadium this Wednesday. Keep it here on Triple M if you want to be there or hit up livenation.com.au. Triple M breakfast. Doing it for Chemist Warehouse this morning. Wow. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop there. Huge... Put on already? Yeah, bro. Get yourself a spritz for Oak's Day, mate, for Ladies' Day. Mm. You know, we're going to send you to where do you want to go: Eagle Farm or Doombin? Your choice. What do you mean? Well, you're going to be our ambassador, right? I went to Derby Day. Margot's doing Cup Day. You're going to go to the Races. I just go to Brisbane the TAB. Uh, <laughs> okay. to the TAB. So as long as you wear a pink suit, you can go to the TAB, represent the show, and smell great. Thanks oh, is that what
4: ke- you're trying to turn this into, a smelly thing?
3: Shop their huge range of fragrances at the lowest prices. Mm. Chemist Warehouse, yeah, great no, savings. The How
2: much? Give me something.
3: YSL Opium Black oh. Eau de Parfum. I wear that. 90 mil for just 160 bucks. Or Ariana Grande. Now oh, Marto loves Marto. that. What, singer, what does she smell like? Cloud eau de parfum. Oh, she smells like the clouds. <laughs> you love
2: rain and the weather. <laughs> Gee, this is cheap, mate. <laughs> what? 30 sh- mil for 40 bucks. For Ariana Grande. You smell n- like her. Grande. <laughs> you know, um, you should bring out yeah, you did. should bring out frag fragrance. We well, should team mm. up with Chemist Warehouse and oh, you should bring out a, just a, a rum. Smells burp. like grass. Just the
4: rum I've got, got the rum burp. Because yeah, yeah. I am the rum lord. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Marto, Margot, and Dan. You can listen in the car or wherever you can.
0: Triple M breakfast with Marto, Margot, and Dan.
4: Oh, of all the top line sport that was around on the weekend, this one took me by surprise. And again, we're world champions.
1: Now, here's
2: a man who is a cut above the rest. After oh. no doubt logging some serious hours of prep, oh. Aussie Jamie Head kept a level one, taking out the hot saw title at the Timber Sports World Championships. Oh. Is that the still Timber Sports? Yeah. Is We're, it still Timber Sports? <laughs> Excuse
3: me. S-T-I-H-L. Isn't what? that your gig? Jamie Head's from Burpengary, by the way. He's is a he? Queensland this man. bloke? Yeah,
2: Jamie Head. He
3: uh, was a classic.
2: Dan, normally, you normally yeah. commentate what and host an and emcee and... Or something like his what his you wife,
3: do? Katrina Head, is yeah. also... A, a Sawyer, she gets involved.
2: So Jamie and Kat. A mm. Sawyer.
3: A Sawyer. Is a what, Sawyer. How they, how they so no, a Sawyer.
4: Yeah, all right. Well I didn't and know he was He's not probably a, a listener to this no, show, I Not always.
3: a saw. A saw is what you use. A Sawyer is the person. No. Are you questioning my own? <laughs> but, but, but I know that <laughs> the you the I
4: understand <laughs> With axes, and I understand cross-saws, like so that's a competition.
2: Chainsaws. This cheating. is a chainsaw. Cheating. Thank you. Cheaters. Well, i not going
3: If the other bloke had an axe and you had a chainsaw, that'd be cheating. If you both got chainsaws, that's a sport. stupid. stupid. It's You're stupid. It's the modernisation of you I've got
4: it still chainsaw. I used it the other day. But going, you don't compete. You just chop. Well, anyway, you it's... went all right. With an 8.57 time.
2: Ooh, interesting.
3: The cut is confirmed. Good. And with it, the new
2: is that Dylan Alcott? Oh, no, I, someone, I don't
4: know it who.
3: Sounded it sounded like him. It was Todd Woodbridge doing hey, the commentary. He does everything else.
4: World champion. Yeah. He won. All he did was chop down through this log, chop back up and chop down. And you're world champion, mm. like twelve seconds. No, no, no. There's. Anyone a, could do that. No, that's the hot. Jamie, sport. ring me if you think I'm an idiot. But uh, one triple three five three.
3: He won in Wollongong recently. Remember, I was down in Wollongong. Yeah. Well, and he's that's the won- Australian. He went to the world.
4: Well, he's yeah. the world champion. And well done. We've got a world champion amongst our midst. We should Where'd be. Where'd
2: you say, Burpengary? He's from Burpengary. Yeah, Jamie is.
3: We
4: should get him on the show
3: and ask what's this
2: secret. Well, Ooh, why didn't you get gr- him on the show? The, the chainsaw, Margot, looked like a, yeah. a frigging jet ski. It was. How often like, do you reckon it, they'd have to change their chains? Every every cut. They blow- every they, they blow off sometimes during the competition. On the anyway, hot They're mad they made out a mobile All chain. right,
4: that's enough chainsaw chat. Because <laughs> what we really want to talk about is Jamie, clean living young man. I think.
3: What are you going to do tonight?
2: Um. Not much, mate. I'll probably go to bed. Won't have any beers or anything like that. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <too, mate. laughs> liar, liar, like Pants on fire. <laughs> he, he
3: had 4,000 million beers last night. Well, they're in Germany as well. So I don't think they mind oh. a beer in Germany. Mm. A stain. All right.
4: Get me this man. Jamie go. Ed. World champion chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. He'll we'll be listening
2: him. on triple three five three. Jamie In Germany with a hangover. Oh. <laughs>
0: You've
4: not heard that one, No, on. No, we used to play another one, didn't we? Another Trevor intro for Trevor Long. Long.
3: He's got two Trevor intros. Long. He's got three, I think. There's another and one. So
4: here. he should. He's the world. He is Australia's leading digital and technology commentator.
2: Yeah, and after years of testing and at a cost of $52.9 million, Queensland has finally joined New South Wales and Australia and introduced digital licences allowing citizens to ditch their wallets if they choose to. What,
4: what is this? What do you mean?
2: Digital licences. Your licence now, instead of having to have the physical card in your wallet to show the police officer, yeah. sorry, sir, I was speeding. Here it is. Here yeah. it is. You can now have it on your phone and it is legally certified that you don't need the oh. manual copy of it. Trevor Long, EFTM.com. Good morning.
1: Welcome to the future. Ooh. Put did that we, wallet away. Put it in the trash. Did we need this or what does it change? Look, it's not a need, it's, it's, a, it's a must, it's a want, you know, uh-huh. so not everyone, not everyone has to do it, I want to be clear on that, but, you know, I have been living in another state um, for several years using a digital license, and I haven't carried a wallet in all that time. My credit cards, my debit cards, now my ID, they're all on my phone. And it's the convenience. We all carry our phone everywhere. When was the last time you left your house without your phone? When was the last time you drove down the street and went, I left my phone at home and you went back for it?
4: I went to the so bottle shop on Saturday and I was in the queue and then went, I have got my phone. Had to go all the way home. Hang on,
3: hang on. Trev, ask him how far he lives from the bottle shop.
4: I live 150 metres from the bottle shop. It was a terrible <laughs> inconvenience. I actually. That's a
3: 20
2: really... minute
1: stumble. <laughs> yes. I
2: actually, on uh, our. Uh, the other day, last week, I left my phone at home. I couldn't find it. I didn't know where I'd left it. You I'd did left too. it in my husband's car yeah. at like one o'clock in the afternoon and there i was at eight nine o'clock at night still mm. without my phone it was the most uncomfortable feeling <laughs> i know i've felt in a long time you know but it was, it's it uncomfortable
1: for a while and then you push through and it becomes refreshing it really
4: nice tell me how you do it if we all got digital license. So, so you leave your hard copies of your cards
1: and your license at home and you just travel through life with your phone that's right. So there's a, there's a literal app called the Queensland Driver's License app. Okay. You download that app onto your smartphone. There is a bit of a hurdle a you've got to go through to prove your identity, which, let's be real, that's a good thing. Uh, you know, you've got to have your, either your passport or other forms of ID, including your licence, to validate who you are essentially with the Queensland government. And from that point, your licence appears within the app. And what's really cool is it's not just the, the licence, not just your photo and, and you know, the licence number and things like that. There's a share button. Now, this will take some time to roll out, but when you go to a club or a pub or somewhere where they've got to prove your age, especially if you've got to actually sign in as a like as a guest, there's a QR code and the and the computers there will just read the QR code and sign you in automatically. If you oh, if you're going into a yeah. if you're going into a place where you've got to prove you're over 18, there's simply a share button and it shows on the screen just a big green tick that says okay over eighteen. So you don't have to show someone. Your licence details. You're actually just showing them government proof you're over eighteen. So, but that, that's another way of tracking us, isn't
4: it, for for the conspiracy theorists amongst us?
1: Well, if you're showing it to someone at, a, at, a, at the door of a, of a club, yeah. they're not tracking you. They're just they're just eyeballing your phone. If you're checking into a registered club, then they're tracking you already. That that details already being yeah. maintained when you when you when you actually check in. And all so the details are no stored difference.
3: on a centralized database. It's anyway. consent based. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Application, application as well. And hey, that's Trev, what's critical. This is not required. Mate, it's, it's I want tr- I no. want a
3: month and a year from you right now. When this gets hacked and all of our details get taken by some sort of Chinese yeah, people, yeah, Why Ukrainian hacker. I won't, it won't
1: happen. happen. Why not? Oh. Optus, Medibank, Latitude. None of them are government organisations. We've never had a mass attack on a government here. Now, obviously, I'm treading uh, ground here because it could happen, but governments and banks have the strictest security. If only all businesses did, we wouldn't have any data leaks. So, Mm. no, I think this is great and very safe. The data's already stored digitally, folks. It's not a new system of storage. It's just a new system of displaying it for you.
2: And we're last to come on board. I mean, I know other states have this already. It was supposed to roll out here end of last year, but because of the security issues around Medibank, Optus, etc., they went, oh, no, we need we need to make sure that that security stuff is in place. Trevor, it's opt-in only, though. Not everybody has to do it. Um, so That's it's pu- purely choice.
1: It's absolutely your choice, but trust me, do it, and you'll be liberated a little bit by the fact that that little back pocket and that purse is not full of a wallet because it's it's a game
2: changer. I currently don't know where my licence is. I lost, I've lost. i lost my little Percy with my wallet and my card in it. So. Well, I know
3: where mine is because I'm with Medibank and Optus, so mine's on the internet, <laughs> Trevor. On the I'm internet. Dark web. Google my driver's license. Can you get number.
1: a better photo? Like, yeah. They're always no. bad photos at the <laughs> That's transport the worst department. Thing. He pulls out the photo from the government database
4: and puts it right in your phone. Can't you do one off just your own photos? Some Take a Some party selfie. you're at, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put a filter on. Yeah. little <laughs> <Put a> filter.
3: <laughs> Thank
2: you, Trevor. I love them. Appreciate your time, buddy. Cheers. Trevor Long there, EFTM.com. Triple M Breakfast. Hey, I heard really great things about uh, flying with Rex. I was talking to some girlfriends. I was telling them about this giveaway that we're doing for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And they said, geez, I've had some really great service with Rex. Never flights. Delayed, oh, like good. none of that nonsense. Uh, I'm about to jump on a flight to Melbourne. I'm hoping that it's not delayed. They say the earlier you fly in the morning, the less chance you have. Remember that time they I flew stack
4: up and up and up and up and up. All the delays. I flew to
2: Rockhampton. Yeah. I missed my check-in time by two minutes she wouldn't let me check in i'm like i don't even have any baggage she's like sorry too late you'll have to wait for the next flight it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed eight hours i got stuck at rockhampton airport just Mm. drinking bad sauvignon blanc why do you check in online if you didn't have bags to check in i don't know because i'd missed the cutoff you have to do it before an hour before Mm. anyway maybe that's what happened to this lady
3: A woman who apparently missed her flight tried to catch it by running after the plane (laughs) on the tarmac. The bizarre video was captured by another passenger at Canberra Airport. The woman is seen trying to make contact with the pilot who was watching from the cockpit in disbelief. Airport staff eventually <laughs> caught up to her
1: <laughs> before she was
4: detained by police. <laughs> she has since been charged. We're at the Olympics next year. Did she catch the planes? <laughs> she needs to go straight to <laughs> Paris and represent took us. She
2: her shoe off. She was throwing it at the glass She was throwing window. it at the pilots. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello up there. Can you see me? I've missed the plane. Is Let that me a, on. It's camera. This is fabulous. <laughs> is
3: that a politician? Is that Julie Bishop? <laughs> oh yeah, don't you know who I am style. <laughs> Queensland is calling. Fly Rex from Brisbane to Charleville, Quilpie or Birdsville and to Discover the real Outback. Book at rex.com.au. Rex, want to get you home for Christmas. No need to drive with a Christmas tree on top of the car like oh. a, a Griswold's <laughs> under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Rex will fly there. James in Waterford, you text us up on 0484101045. You can get involved at triplem.com.au. James.
2: Merry Rexmas, Margot. James in Waterford, where do you want to go? morning Margot. yeah i'd
1: love the opportunity to go to melbourne if i could please
4: what's in melbourne uh, james or who's in melbourne in melbourne
1: yeah my mum she's uh 77 she's just gone into aged care um and you know signs of dementia so wanting to sort of get back and and spend time with her while you know while i still can
2: yeah james how long has it been since you've been home
1: uh, too long. Yeah. I'll probably Set, say it now. Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, send him home.
3: James, Rex yeah. is going to sort home. you out, mate.
2: Send him home. home awesome. Him Thanks, home. guys. Good on James. Appreciate it. Love your show. Good on you, oh, oh, good you, on you Rex. Rex. We love you,
3: James. We love you too, mate. Say All hi- your All the best mum your for mum. Us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Rex, as James mentioned, they fly to Melbourne. They fly to the metros. They don't just do Charleville, Quilpie, oh, Birdsville, the are centres. Anywhere, everywhere. They'll sort you out. You
4: can fly Brisbane to Melbourne with Rex.
3: Yeah triple au. get up there we'll do it again on tomorrow's show we'll be back then catch ya
0: thanks for listening to the triple m breakfast podcast for chemist warehouse hurry into chemist warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale shop our huge range of fragrances at the lowest prices chemist warehouse great savings every day Why pay